Welcome everybody to the Clifton's Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. Before we get on with tonight's episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors who have come on board here for the last couple of weeks. I want to give a shout out to the team at Tolly and Associates, also Nikki Grom and Barnes Roofing, Dave and Jen Schobrel, Robin Stacy Astuter. Also want to give a shout out to Patrick Lyle and the team there at American Family. Also want to give a shout out to um, Little Caesars of St. Joseph and our brand new sponsor, Adam's Bar and Grill. Thank you guys so much for your contribution. Thank you guys so much for your support of the podcast. Now on to tonight's episode. And welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. Want to give a shout out to all of our great sponsors as we mentioned at the top of the show. Also want to mention a new partner that we just got just today. Want to give a shout out to the Hi-Ho Bar and Grill for also coming on board for sponsorship here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. Want to give a shout out there to the Garveys there for coming on board. Let's go ahead. Let's get tonight's show started. It is Wednesday night, October the 12th, 2022. We've got a few scores that we're going to report. First of all, we're going to go to district softball in Class 2, District 7 at Plattsburgh. It took 15 innings, but Bishop LeBlanc, for the first time since 2013, have won a district game in softball. They defeated Lathrop tonight, 11-10. to was the final score there in Plattsburgh. LeBlanc will advance to meet Mid-Buchanan tomorrow night at 6.30 in Plattsburgh in the district semifinals. I want to give a shout-out to those seniors there, Katie Beam, Shay Lewis, Allison Stroud, and Shannon King. I'll tell you what, though, those girls have endured a lot in the last couple of years. For them to get a big district win like that, that is huge for them, and that is huge for those girls. Um, Coach McCullough and those girls definitely – Definitely shout out to all you guys. Congratulations on a huge win tonight. LeBlanc will take on Mid Buchanan on Thursday. Also, Plattsburgh defeated West Platte four to two. Plattsburgh will play top seeded North Platte at five o'clock there at Plattsburgh volleyball tonight. Lafayette volleyball was able to get a sweep over Van Horn this evening, three to nothing. And then soccer, Savannah edges out Lafayette two. To one, not very many scores to report tonight. Tomorrow night we will have um district softball at Heritage Park. Um, five third, I think it's five o'clock. Chillicothe, the top seed, will take on Richmond, and then a big one in at Heritage at seven o'clock. A second seeded Benton takes on third seeded Savannah there for the district semifinal. The winner of those two games will go on to Saturday's eleven a.m. district championship game. At Heritage Park. Not a very long show tonight. So we're actually going to bring a bonus interview on. To talk about some of the big high school football games going on. This Friday night we got a huge slate. Including four games. Where state ranked teams are playing against each other. We got the big one in Gower. As class one number two East Buchanan. Hosting class one number three ranked Mid Buchanan. There in Gower. Also, the Highway 71 showdown is in Savannah as Maryville takes on Savannah. Spoof Hounds are 4-3 and three on the season. Always one of the top teams in the state. And then Savannah is 7-0 and oh on the season. Coach Anthony Hayes has that program rolling there in year one there in Savage Country. Also in the Grand River Conference, the 11-man division, 6-7-0 Gallatin, who's number, one in who's number five in Class 1, takes on... 7-0 Trenton, who's number 10 in Class 2. 
That is one of the biggest games in Grand River Conference history. We will have an interview with Jeremy Benson tomorrow night on the feed, expanding on that just a little bit. And also in the GRC eight-man division, number one ranked North Andrew in the eight-man football world. North Andrew will host number five ranked Worth County. We will talk about those four games here with KQ2 Sports Director Chris Rash as we talk to him about the big high school football slate this Friday night. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Clifton's Podcast. we got a very special bonus interview with you. I haven't had this guy on the podcast in a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back with me, KQ2's Chris Rausch. Chris, how are you? Doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'll tell you what, I could run through a wall right now, you know, with this schedule, just typing up this schedule just gets me hyped. I can't wait for Friday night. So I'm ready to talk about some of these big matchups with you. But before we um before we talk about these week eight matchups, let's look let's look back at week seven and um just um your thoughts on last week. I think from last week things kind of started shaking out to where, I mean, we know week eight, week nine are usually those conference championship games, right? We, we saw some pretty good matchups last week. Uh, go across the board. You had, you know, Central getting a, a dynamic win over Excelsior Springs. I mean, Excelsior Springs doesn't have a great record, but Central putting up the numbers they did. Gabe Fields going for six touchdowns. That was a big time win for them to go to four and three. You know, Lafayette, had his struggles over with Cameron, but Lafayette's kind of been rebuilding, kind of regrouping this year has been their big thing too. Benton down there with St. Pius. It's a tough road game there. Uh, probably the biggest one in the MEC was Savannah Chillicothe. Savannah came in undefeated. They stayed undefeated. They took care of business against Chillicothe, and that sets up this big-time conference championship implication matchup between Maryville and Savannah this week. Well, I want to kind of shift for the city first before we start digging into these uh, area games because these area games are going to be real juicy this Friday night. But uh, Central, as you just alluded to, a big win over Excelsior Springs. Like you said, you know, the record for Excelsior Springs wasn't great, but they got a tough one this week on the road. Um, State-ranked Oak Park. I mean, this is a team that's um, started off very well. But the Indians, I'll tell you what, um, this team's got better throughout the year. I mean, you know, right now City at 3-3, three and three on 4-3 uh, and three on the Four and three on the season they're yep. sitting at. Um, so I'll tell you what, though, this is a very improved, I'd say a very successful season for Central. I'll tell you what, they can go down there and knock off a state-ranked team at Oak Park. That's a big win for them. So um, your thoughts on um, this matchup, Chris? Well, I, I think when you look at what Central's done this year, right, and you go back to the Jamboree, you could tell the energy was different for this year. And I think a lot of that is that these guys have been the Coach Trotter's program for a few years now. They know the expectations. And the senior classes before them helped lay this groundwork. I think you had a lot of hard workers come through there for Coach Trotter. The wins just weren't showing up, right? Now you have a group that's got quite a bit of talent, too. I mean, the senior class has got some dudes that's going to play at the next level. You have Gabe Fields, who's just getting his high school career started. He's a dynamic running back, and he's almost breaking records at Central High School that – if you go back through any other central running back history there, there's a lot of guys that went on to be pretty special football players too. So Gabe Fields making his presence known. For for Central this year, uh, with Coach Ryder being the Kansas City Chiefs uh, coach of the week on the Missouri side of things, you know, they've they're four and three and, and four wins is more than they've had in a few years now. But you and I talked to them this week about it. 
they're happy with four and three, but they're not content with four and three. They, they know there's an opportunity here to win a few games here the rest of the way, finish above 500 in, in the regular season, and then you got a shot in districts, and all bets are off when you get in the postseason. This is a team, I think, that relies a lot on confidence, and if they get going early, they can make some plays along the way too. Absolutely. Definitely for sure. Definitely. Congratulations, Coach Trotter. I'll tell you what, uh, that, that's a good that's a good improvement for them. But uh, this one, I'll tell you what, it seems like every single year, we ever since I've had the podcast at least, this has been one of the juicy matchups on the schedule. Class 1, number 2, East Buck against Class 2, number 3, Mid Buchanan. I mean, you know, I mean, this matchup is box office every single year. And, um, you, know, I, you know, it's just one of those games where you just have to be at. And I'm sure we'll probably both be there. On Friday night, and um, you know, Chris, just your thoughts on the another edition of the Battle of the Bucks? Yeah, so I mean, you, you look at what this game has been the last several years, right? I mean, going back a few years, East Buck kind of controlled it. Mid Buck controlled it the last couple of years, but East Buck, you know, when we made that state championship run last year to kind of get back on top of things. And this is a game where Mid Buck comes unbeaten. East Bucks get that one loss, but that one loss is just a Savannah team who's unbeaten, and you know they're playing Class Three schools, so that's a good non-conference game for East Buchanan. But there's some dudes out there on this field, right? I mean, Mid Bucks graduated a lot over the last couple of years, but they keep not not rebuilding, just retooling. It seems like the Rumble of kids, a, a dynamic runner at the quarterback spot. They got some other playmakers down there. Dragons, their defense is always stingy. Basically, they fly to the football. They'll hit you pretty hard. But on the other side of that football, you're going to have one of the best running backs in the state, too, Trevor Klein for East Buchanan. And it's no secret how good he is, and teams are ready to prepare for him. But can you stop Trevor Klein? That's the big thing, too. And they also have some other playmakers that can make plays. But this one, I think, is going to be as advertised. Two heavyweights battling out this week down there in Gower. I'll tell you what, that matchup is only one of the four matchups in our area with state ranked teams. And we're going to go to another one in the MEC to Savannah. I'll tell you what, how about a, how about the start for coach Hayes in Savannah year one, got this team undefeated right now at seven and Oh, uh, Maryville comes to town for another edition of the highway 71 showdown. I mean, spoof outs are four and three, but this is a, this, is a, you know, this team with coach Webb, they're always in the mix every single year. And so uh, Chris, um, you know, your thoughts on the highway 71 matchup here for 2022 you look at maryville's record and you say four and three and you and you ask yourself is there something wrong with maryville no there's nothing wrong with maryville you their losses coming to blair oaks arguably one of the best if not the best teams in class two this year you have they played lutheran north last saturday a really good team out of st louis they lost St. Pius, but it was back and forth the entire way. So Maryville has a really tough non-conference schedule and Pius in the conference. That makes these spoof hounds better as the year goes on when they get the district play. And when you look at Savannah, I, I think coming into Coach Hayes' first year, I don't know if anybody really knew what we were going to get with the Savannah squad, right? Another new head coach. They're third and I think, four seasons. So a lot of change, a lot of turnover. Will these guys buy into what Coach Hayes is selling? And they did right away. You could see it during preseason. You could see it early in the season. And it's not the fact that they're undefeated because they've won games, but it's how dominant they've been. They haven't squeaked by. It's been they've beat their opponents like they're supposed to do. They win the game, and they take care of business. So this one's setting up 
You have two teams. Maryville throws the football quite a bit now. They still have a really good running attack, too. Savannah, they can throw it a little bit, too, but they want to punish you on the ground. They're physical. This is another one of those good games this weekend, too, Clifton. Oh man, that's that, that's gonna be exciting. I wish I wish you. I I think probably both of us probably wish we could clone probably multiple copies of us definitely to be at these games. So um, another one here, eight man football, and you know I, you and I both talked to Devin and Anthony on a weekly basis, and um, you know this was the big one on their schedule, and well this is a big one of big ones on ours. Number one North Andrew at number five Rank Worth County. Um, North Andrew just a uh, blitzing opponents this season i mean they had that high scoring thriller with albany last week um worth county rebounding very nicely after their loss to albany back in week four so um chris number one versus number five in the eight-man football world your thoughts yeah so i mean you look at what we've got here at the grand river conference you know championships basically kind of on the line this week there's still one more week to go but you, you've got North Andrew, who's in the driver's seat. They're controlling their own destiny at this point. And they jumped out to a pretty decisive lead on Albany in the second half last week. But Albany's a team that we've seen get down a couple possessions and find their way back in the games and even win some games this year like they did against Platte Valley. They beat Worth County. So now you've got North Andrew welcoming Worth County. Again, I think it's one of the top teams in the state. They can throw the football, too. And I think that's one of the matchups to look out for is – North Andrew's secondary linebacker core against Worth County's speed. North Andrew will bully you at the line of scrimmage. Their defensive front will get in the backfield. Their linebacking core is really solid, too. But Worth County's got a lot of speed there. So that's a matchup I think you, you need to watch, too. And definitely, I want to get your quick thoughts on this matchup. This is a matchup that may not get enough love um, in our area. I know the other three matchups are going to be getting a lot of publicity, not only on football tonight, but on the Cliff Notes podcast as well. But how about this one? Gallatin and Trent. I know that you took the trip to um, Maysville on Saturday to go watch Trent and Maysville. Um, you know, but Gallatin's been pretty good as well. This is a team that's been, um, they like the, they used to like the explosive plays, but this is a team that runs the football very well. We know how Coach Holt loves to run the football there for, um, Gallatin and for Trenton, you know, we, you know, we talked about it with Central and Benton, you know, just the winning hasn't been there. Trenton's another one of those schools that, you know, they've taken their lumps over the past couple of years. We're now seeing some of the fruits of their sacrifice. So, uh, Chris, just uh, your your thoughts on Gallatin and Trenton. Yeah, I think when you look at Trenton, I saw them last weekend, like you said, and, and they're a team that will try to punish you a little bit. They're pretty physical. They run the football. They make some plays, too, if they need to, but – they, they want to run the football. And you look at what Gallatin's done with Chris Holt over there, who had tons of success at Lathrop, tons of success in Maryville. And he's got that program sitting there at the top of the 11 man Grand River Conference. So, like you said, this is another one of those conference games. And if it wasn't all the way over in Trenton, it'd be a lot easier to get to. But you know, this is one that we're going to be watching pretty closely as well between two of the best in the GRC because these two teams have you know, earned everything they've gotten so far this year too. And uh, Chris, I want to, before we, before we let you go, um, you know, football tonight, uh, 1035 every single Friday night. Um, I know, uh, I know I've been a big part of football tonight for years. Um, so um, I haven't got to catch as much football tonight as I would like, but um, Chris, what are some of the games this week on your, on your guys's uh, coverage schedule that we can see highlights of on Friday night? We're still in the process of making the complete schedule and Wednesday is usually when I get that completed. So, but we will have Mid, Mid Buchanan, East Buchanan. We will have Maryville, Savannah. We will have North Andrew, Worth County. We will have Benton and Cameron. I mean, we'll, we'll have 
a, a lot of local games throughout there. We'll have King City and Albany because that's a Thursday night game. So we'll rerun those highlights as part of the show as well, even though we will air those on Thursday night as well. So we'll have quite a bit of stuff here to pass along. Uh, top of my head, St. Joe Christian, they're at home again you know, th- this week. LeBlanc plays on Saturday, if I remember looking at that schedule correctly, too. So, And they're on the road at Greenfield. So, you know, th- they're, they're away from things, too. And, of course, Saturday we have a lot of uh, district championship softball, so it'll be hard to get to Bishop LeBlanc football this week. But we'll, we'll have a lot of games from the area, too. And now we're getting to the point to where everybody's playing each other closely, so now it's easier for us to drive around and get all these games, too. Absolutely, definitely. I'll be missing. I'll be missing uh, MIAA football on Saturday to go to softball. Eleven AM start there at Heritage on Saturday. So, um, well, Chris, um, just um, plug football tonight. We're um, you know, KQ two. Um, is that where everybody can catch it at KQ two? Yep, KQ two or online KQ two dot com. And our live stream is ten thirty five Friday night. We'll have all the highlights posts on Facebook and Twitter after the shows as well. Uh, a lot of fun interviews. Just getting all the scores in there and tons of highlights. So coach, I appreciate you having me on and talking a little bit of football here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. No, I haven't had you on in a little while. You know, we wanted to make that happen again. Absolutely. So um, you, you definitely, you're doing great things. Um, great stories you've been doing, great packages you've been running. Um, Great storytelling. You and Mitch are doing great work there on football tonight. Keep up the great work. And um, I look forward to seeing you on, on this, on Friday night. Appreciate it, man. You keep killing it too.